Hi, Richie. Hi, Sin. Hi, everyone. It's been a while, Richie. It has. It's been a hectic, like, fortnight for both of us. Yeah. 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 And your、uh, computer died. Yes, that was actually the least of, of the issues, though. <laughs> and the new one, new one, new one. It's actually good. How so? Well, it's not an off the shelf notebook that costs, like, not very much. <laughs> Whoa! I, no, I, I noticed that it uploads the audio faster and it, it, like, processes things a lot faster. Let me correct you, let me correct you.、Yeah. You notice that it actually uploads the audio. Yeah. Because the last one was, you'd think that the upload speed would be tied to, like, just the internet you're on. And no. No, it's actually like the computer was so shit, it was taking a long time to just send the fucking data. So, yeah, it's, it's all good. Yeah, excellent! And today is a very special episode. We're finally g o i n g to look at the King of Shade contest submissions! Whoa! Yay! Hype! Okay, so the first one will start with the person who submitted the very first art. We're in the world.、Yep. <laughs> the very first art. <laughs> Maybe, I don't、okay. know. I'm not an art historian. But, Stan, if you wanted to be an art historian, what podcast would you listen to? Well, it's, it's not out yet, is it? People don't know it exists yet. Yeah. Yeah. Wink. That's called a teaser. <laughs> well, actually, there was another teaser, but people didn't know it was a teaser yet. But. They will. Sinclair's trick. <laughs> yes. Okay.、Uh, okay, this、okay. is the first one. And it was submitted by Arkan Black. Ooh. This is really cool looking. Yeah. 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 So let's, let's talk about、um, what, what it looks like and how it makes you feel. It looks kind of like I imagine、um, if Pontiff Sullivan had been the final boss of three, he sort of would have been a bit like this. Just sort of like a, yeah, like a tall robed figure who's got these, he's got two swords sort of floating around him and then another two swords behind him. And he's got extra arms, kind of like Nogo's wet nurse. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I got a very Pontiff、yeah. Sullivan feel, but also like more. I really like what he's wearing.、Yeah. It's very neat. Yeah, yeah. He has little tree emblems all over it. And seems to have like, like roots growing out of him, kind of like、uh, the pilgrims in, in three. Yeah, I really like how like, the design is very intense, but in the middle there's a triangle with a happy little tree. I love that. <laughs> yeah, and, and the, the pose that he's doing. Mm hmm. Where he's like sort of very still, but the swords are like floating around yeah. him. Yeah, you could almost、yeah. see it. Yeah, you can sort of you can almost see how like the fight would play out. And he has this like aura behind、yeah. him that looks a bit like wings,、yeah. sort of like a lance. Yeah. Yeah, it's very deep. It's very deep. And、beautiful. like the, 
and you can see like how it's sort of connecting back to like like Soulsy ideas because you've got like the tree and then there's the snake under the tree and mm-hmm. yeah like the yeah the like yeah also yeah I can imagine this is a real a real Dark Souls boss mm-hmm. but legally this is not about Dark Souls I'm just making that observation <laughs> yeah could also have been a boss in uh, Lords of the Fallen. <laughs> Or like a really gritty Zelda reboot. Oh my god! Actually, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. So is yeah. So when we make yeah. a really gritty Zelda reboot, yeah, Nintendo, you know, notorious for being really cool with fan projects, not taking them down. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay. So thank you very much, Ark and Black. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Thank you. So that will be the yeah. first piece of art. Okay. The second one is, and this is by. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? I already recognize quite a lot of it. <laughs> it's by, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce this, Stanisakanine. Can you write it down? I, I wrote it. I wrote it. Can you read it out? Oh, Stannis, Stannis Arcanine. Stannis is a name and Arcanine is a Pokemon. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you, Richie. Wow. That's why I keep you around. Yeah. So I really <laughs> oh, love this. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. It has two phases. And can you take us through the phases? Um, phase one is... Is that meant to be you or me in phase one? Uh, I think this is you in phase or one. Or is it just the... Yeah. 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 So phase one is me in a crown with a sword and also <laughs> a huge can of big moon energy. <laughs> <laughs> and a cauldron that heals by eating snacks. <laughs> oh, no, this is you. This is you. This is me? Yeah, it says cauldron heals by eating snacks when she parries. So that's you. That's you as like the queen of shit. Oh, oh my god. I am honored. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's you. You have a snack shield and a can of big moon energy <laughs> and a, a crown on. Uh-huh. And your sword is made out of bread, presumably so you can eat it. Oh my god, it's a baguette sword. I love it. Oh god, it is a baguette. <laughs> yeah, and then phase two, you, the queen of shade. You wake the masked smith by yelling, stop bullying me, I own you. <laughs> and, and then a much larger being who appears to be me raises up and I have a hammer with um actually written on it. And a staff that says staff that casts magic or whatever it is in Elden Ring. <laughs> and you're riding on top of my head. And then when when we're defeated, um, you're wearing a onesie, <laughs> and you can join the snack covenant. Oh my god, it's beautiful! I, so love I, it. I guess this is like the Rat King in Dark Souls Two, where it's like this is the test you have to pass. <laughs> I think so. I think so. <sighs> it's beautiful. It is. It's beautiful. It's very deep. A lot of podcast references. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm impressed with everything here. Like, there's the big yeah. moon, there's a baguette sword. 
There's the um, actually. And I think there's a little Slav reference there, too, with the hammer and the sickle. The hammer and the yeah. sickle, yeah. Yeah, this yeah. Is And also the way that you're drawn, it sort of looks like you in the Yeltsin years thumbnail. Oh, my God. Actually, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. Thank you very much. Yeah. Stannis Arcanine. <laughs> Stannis Arcanine, I think. Stannis Arcanine. It's beautiful. All right. So that's number two. I wanted. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Now, number three, you may have not known this, but Doom Kitty mm-hmm. is an artist. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And do you know when I found yeah. out, when I asked people to draw like Lambo, Doom Kitty drew like this beautiful, perfect Lambo. And I'm like, what oh, the wow. heck? Yeah. I love it. Look, there is. They've a- done the, the Souls style um, crown that's really, really high. Yeah. Yeah. They've got, it looks like they have elf ears. So there's some like dark elf thing. They've got a big lance with this like coiling energy going around it. Kind of like, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, kind of like Gundia in three. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they're, like, suspended in between these, like, tentacles of dark energy. Mm-hmm. I really yeah. like the outfit. I would wear that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I can see that this would be, like, the cutscene. Yeah, like, rising out of the ground or something. It would also have very hardcore music. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-
Yeah. yeah. Well, Sin, you look like you have something to say about Doom Kitty's submission that we're talking about now. It's not like I forgot something and we're recording this at the end and I'm inserting... Oh, that would be unprofessional. No. <laughs> Everything oh. is planned and structured here. So, yeah. um, <laughs> Doom Kitty actually submitted um, lore with their submission. Wow. Can you read this in your best Vati voice? The King of Shade was once the regent of a paltry kingdom in the far south, constantly beset by would-be conquerors. Growing desperate for a way to protect his land and people, he dabbled long and deep in the occult arts. Through a blasphemous ritual, the sorcerer king was able to take hold of his own shadow, draw it into himself, and gain terrible power. Driven by unknown impulses, the tenebrous monarch cast his own castle into ruin, when he brought forth a seeping pool of darkness that buried the keep, himself and his most loyal followers beneath the earth. Here he now lingers in the abyssal depths, surrounded by gargantuan snails and other detestable creatures that thrive in such climes. Bravo. Remember to like and subscribe. <laughs> so, thank you, Doom Kitty. That was number three. And now we're going to move on to number four. <laughs> Odd that it took us 82 minutes to get to number four. <laughs> number four. So number the four. next couple, I sort of grouped them together because they have a similar they have a similar concept going on. Mm-hmm. So number four, King of Shade by Miradak. Ooh. Yeah. Richie, describe what you're seeing. If anyone's seen the film Spy Kids, <laughs> when when um, there's a character who is molded like clay to have a whole lot of hands coming out of their head, uh-huh. looks a bit like that, only completely unsuitable for children. <laughs> um, this is really, really cool looking. This is like some sort of like robed figure, mm-hmm. but they have, it looks like you know, those really big like samurai straw hats. Yeah. It's like covering up the whole like top half of them, but there's all these fingers and hands sort of coming out of the hat. Like there's something under it that you can't see. Yeah. Yeah. This re- it reminds me a lot actually of the Elden Ring trailer. Where yeah, you see the, the guy off with the arms. The arms. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Look like this weird finger hand golem thing, but like the bottom half is just a dude. So it's like very <laughs> Yeah. It's very like unnerving. It is. But what if yeah. What if the hands and fingers are just part of the hat? I was actually thinking that because it, it kind of reminds me of an old Ghostbusters toy I had. Oh, yeah? Where it was, it was like a ghost in two parts and you could lift the head off and the head was like a separate thing that, that scurried around. I'll try to find it. I think it was called H2 Ghost. Okay. Oh, yeah, here we are. I feel really bad because Meridex put all this effort into it and I'm like, this is like a Ghostbusters toy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one I'm referring to. Oh, I see. Okay, this is cool. But that means that this boss has two phases. The first one is like, you have to like, get his hat off or whatever. And then the second phase is like, him without the hat. No, 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 no. It's not. It would be him and the hat at the same time. (laughs) So no, there would be like, a phase where he's wearing the hat then a phase where you fight him, then another one when you fight the hat, and then another yeah. one when you fight him and the hat separately. 
No, and then you kill him, and then he stabs himself with with his staff, and then the hat crawls out of him and says, "Beautiful grandchild." And then the hat has another three phases. games have to outsole themselves with each game, right? Well, they don't really have to. (laughs) They are, but I don't think it's mandatory. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, this is really good. This is like, I I hope something in Elden Ring looks this good. Yeah. 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 Okay, so that was number four. Thank you, Muradak. So the next one is number five by Princess of War. Ooh, okay. Keeping with the hat motif. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I feel like this is like the, uh, if you put a happy filter on the previous one. <laughs> yeah, but there seem to be a number of, of quotations here. See if you can guess who said them. Sigh. <laughs> Here's the thing. And we've got maybe three minutes of usable material here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is this is someone who appears to be wearing the choir set from Bloodborne, but the top of the the top of the hat is is a multicolored umbrella, <laughs> presumably providing the shade. Yeah, the king of. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's like so simple I, yet so powerful. It is, yeah. <laughs> and again, the, the Souls games, they have a history of large, ridiculous hats. <laughs> yes. And I feel like Bloodborne was kind of missing that. Mm-hmm, I guess I, the, the silliest hat in Bloodborne is the enlarged head. Yeah. Yeah. There's not like a like an old monk head wrap equivalent. Mm-hmm. It's mm. true. So I feel like if they should, if they did go back to Bloodborne, they should add this hat to it. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> that would be awesome. I also, I don't, I don't know if they're, if that's me, and I'm saying these things, or they're reading from like a holy book of my quotations. <laughs> that's true. I don't know either. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's like it's like Demon Souls, and like they found a book of just transcripts of the podcast, and it possessed them. Oh my god! And they're just like a corpse that's that's sustained by my annoyance and <laughs> having to watch thirty three episodes of Reborn. <laughs> well, by the way, speaking of which, I have repackaged the episodes to avoid a <laughs> copyright strike, and I'm releasing them again. Yeah. And the yeah. responses are very positive, Richie. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'm glad you should know how to copyright. <laughs> Claim on YouTube. <laughs> okay, no, continue, continue. Okay, so thank you very much, Princess of War. It's wonderful. And that was number five. Yay. Now, number six is by... Mm-hmm. Rorik. Ooh. Look at that. I, I was, um... One day, like... Ages ago, when I was doing my undergrad, I was walking back with a friend, and she had a parasol. Uh-huh. 
and um, one of the heels came off her shoe. So I had to hold her parasol while she fixed it up. And we were outside a, a restaurant in Melbourne. And I looked through the window and there was a quite well-known Australian comedian in there who then turned and made eye contact with me. And he obviously noticed I was holding the parasol and looked extremely confused and somewhat disturbed. So I, I credit this with my failure to secure a TV career. Why was he disturbed by the parasol? Because I'm standing there and I'm like, I look like a sentient pile of rubbish. But then I'm <laughs> holding this like beautiful, like red and white parasol with hearts on it. Aww. And I'm making eye contact with this guy. Like, I recognize you. And then I realize, oh, yeah, I'm holding Jerry's parasol. <laughs> that is so cute. Can you describe the robes? Because you're better at describing things than me. Uh, it looks a bit like what King Alant is wearing, but it's red. It's like a quite long, voluminous sort of uh, crimson cape. And then... That's over like a lighter sort of shade of red, like robe, and very large, uh, like they appear to be like wooden clogs. I think. I think going with like, like, like how um, there's that motif of like samurai with like umbrellas. Is it meant to be like the big like wooden Japanese shoes? I've got a uh, I've got a sword in one hand and an umbrella in the other. And there are little sparks around you. There are little sparkles around me, which makes me think this is meant to kind of be like Alant in Demon's Souls when, when he turns around and he looks kind of hot and you're like, oh. <laughs> Actually, you know what this is meant to be, I think? Yeah. Um, imagine if Jojo Bizarre Adventure was less yeah. ridiculous and more realistic. What would that be? It would be this. I think if it were Jojo, it would need to have some more like holes cut in it, like a gigantic heart cut out of part of it. It's, but that's why I'm saying it's more realistic. Like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And I look, I look quite bored and annoyed. <laughs> Seems to be a recurring theme. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love the crown too. Yeah. It's- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very, very dark soulsy crown with like a little gem inserted into it, and mm-hmm. like it's, it's not as high as the others, but it makes up for it in width. It's like a white crown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. It is. Yeah. Thank you so much, Rorik. So this was number six. Number seven is by West Ahmed. And so this drawing Mm -hmm. has two phases. This is phase one. Oh, wow. And this is phase two. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, this is yeah. like this is very Dark Souls, and it's like it's like a mix of those skeleton, uh, the dark those dark wraith guys, and like, um, what's his name, Egon, I think. Hi, Ingrid. Can Ingrid help us judge them? Yes. <laughs> okay. What is she saying? Which one does she like best so far? She's saying, she's saying my tail is caught in the headphone lead. Let me go. <laughs> so yeah, if you showed me this, I would think it was like actual like Dark Souls concept art. Yeah. Yeah. Can you describe it? 
It's a character who's like wearing armor, but it looks it's quite like lithe armor, kind of like the dancer is wearing in three. Mm-hmm. And they have I don't know if that's meant to be their face or it's like a face that's molded onto the the helmet, but it's very like still looking, like almost like a skull. Yeah. And um, they have the like Pontiff Sullivan sort of branch things growing out of their head. And then on their back, they have the like the arms that, that pop out of things in Dark Souls 3, where it's like the passive man bursting out of people. Uh huh, yeah. Yeah. And they have this big spear that sort of looks like a tree branch. And there's this like, there's sort of two phases to it. And in the second phase, there's like more of this like dark sort of energy like twirling around the spear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I like it because it's like a subtle change. Yeah. But you know the second phase is going to kick your ass. Yeah, it's like Artorias getting the Abyss buff. Yeah, <laughs> there yeah. we go. Yeah, and it's it's in this, it's like all black and white, but it it sort of looks like the misty, the misty effect you get in parts of three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it's definitely like really... Yeah, it would fit right in. Yeah, like I would see this as like a cover of a game. Yeah, really yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, if you just like cropped it out and had that as the cover. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you very yeah. much, Wes Ahmed. Yeah. It's wonderful. So that was number seven. Yeah. Uh, number eight. is by Wayne. And you may remember Wayne from uh, Rich and I Reborn Chibis. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. As well as some other art. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I grouped uh, these two drawings together because this is also very Dark Souls. It is, yeah. Um, this is a... It looks like a like someone who sort of used to be a king and then now, like like transformed into something else because they have like they have the crown and this like cape on but they're the top part of them is like very very like they're like hunched over kind of like an ape mm-hmm. and they have a the one of their hands is like manacled so it looks like it was like a king who was like locked away somewhere mm-hmm. and like like Ludwig in uh bloodborne and then they sort of like devolved into this monster yeah, it's like a mix of Nameless King and Gale. Yeah, yeah. As well they as Gunbeer like, because of the chain. Oh. And they have a sort of like a hollowed face. With it's yeah. like, like all the skins come off and they have these glowing red eyes. And they're surrounded by little floating swords. Yeah. Which I imagine would be like, like when you fight Ligarius and he just summons clouds of swords. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And also the sword that he's holding, it looks like it's like it's made of energy or something. Mm-hmm. So I guess they like conjure it up instead of them holding it. Oh, that's actually really cool because there is a contrast between the chain and the sword, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. I also like that they have like a gem uh, on their um, like Crown. face gear. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a crown, but also it's something that you'd wear in battle because it protects you. Yeah, it's like a really ornate like helmet. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it has a very like Fallen King feel to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And presumably like they're in the dark because they're the King of Shade. Oh. Just point out this whole thing happened because you kept calling me the King of Shade when I would say things that were not even like Shade. It would just be like, <laughs> we've been talking about Reborn for three hours. Can I go now? It's like, oh, Shade, Shade. And it's led to this. In a similar way that, like, me answering a Reddit message about the astral clock has led to this entire podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, Thank you, Wayne. That was number eight. Okay. Thank you. Number nine is by Halsey. And we know Halsey is the person that does the pixel animation. Yep, and this is another three phase one. Oh no, it's it's like different weapons for different. Mm-hmm. And can you read out what it says? This is the King of Shade by Hol. Oh, did we mention that Holdsworth entered um, Vardy's Elden Ring thing, and he was in the video? Oh, I don't know, but yeah, I think he's in yeah, like he the did, top he ten. Did, right? he, yeah, he was in the top ten. He did like a pixel art. It was like a like a big sort of like golem thing that like reattaches its arm and then fights you. And it, mm-hmm. it kind of looked like, um, I don't know, like something from like an SNES game. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, was like, yeah. but clearly Halsey puts more effort into this cause he loves us more. I'm just saying like Vardy did mention us in the last video he did. So we need to. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, I'm just thinking, why couldn't Vati mention this back when he was still relevant? So, <laughs> this is the King of Shade. This is the King of Shade by Halsey. How am I the King of Shade? And you're like, I wish Vati was still relevant. <laughs> and you're just like, I'm adorable. <laughs> I never say anything nasty. <laughs> You know what? He listens to this sometimes. So if he listens to this, I hope he appreciates the burns. Mm. <laughs> Go on. So uh, this is the King of Shade and Halsey's written out like a three phase story about the King of Shade that like tracks his, his like um, journey, I guess. And it says... After tricking the veneer with confusing and tangled words, the King of Shade obtained the legendary Antler, the one that defeated Belly the Giant. Although the King couldn't even defeat his own Belly. Oh. I think that's a reference. That's a reference to the Snack Covenant, I think. And then part two is his cunning wordplay and wisdom gave him a place between the kingdoms, but his long tongue and shady businesses made him despised, and with time he earned his exile. To prevent his poisonous words to fly too high, they broke his wings. Oh. That's very Dark Souls. That's very Dark Souls. Yeah. And then the final part is, after the shattering of the ring, the King of Shade wandered the blazed lands, teaching tales of lost kingdoms, tied his broken wing with golden strings, and hid himself in crimson rags. Oh my god, this is literally like a yeah, whole Dark like, Souls story. Yeah. So, like, the d- the design is, like, it kind of looks like um, like a sort of goat monster, like a humanoid goat monster, I guess you'd say. 
I like a pig. Yeah, it looks like um, like Baphomet. Yeah, like this this goat headed human, and he has like the skeleton of a wing coming out of his back that they mentioned, like it was mm-hmm. destroyed. And you can see, like he has this thread that's tied around them. So kind of like um, I like Raziel. Yeah, he's like these like broken wings that are yeah. Hmm. And they mentions the antler, and he's holding the antler like it's a staff. So he's got this huge, like, like broken, like antler thing that he's holding. Mm-hmm. And all around him, he's he's covered in like little bits of gold thread that's sort of tied around like his horns and his his body. He looks a lot like um, if you were to do like a like more detailed, like darker version of link to the past this is kind of what like the final form of ganon would look like mm-hmm. so this big blue, like like pig monster in a robe yeah all these people are wasted on us <laughs> like they could be <laughs> no there's, a, there's so many talented artists in the discord and people why are they doing this i don't know <laughs> it's the isolation <laughs> No, but it's yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I got no words. I know for every submission, it's just been amazing. Like, <laughs> hmm. but okay. that's not all. Uh, Holzy also made a little, like a little cartoon to go with it. I don't know ooh. if I can upload it on here. Um. Yeah, it should work. Okay. So yeah, oh, it's so- animated. It's like um, like he did for the Vadi one. Yeah. The King of Shade. Oh, that that narrator sounds familiar. Oh, cool. We get a little, like, isometric, um, it's like Fire Emblem. Yep, the king is casting Psychosomatic Scurvy. <laughs> Did you listen oh, to it with yeah. the volume on? Yeah, yeah, I can, uh, I hear some Dark Souls 3 music in there. Did you notice that it's based on what you sang? Yes. Yeah, I can hear myself <laughs> going, oh! <laughs> oh my god, isn't that amazing? Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's literally like a I little boss. You are all you are all wasting your talents. <laughs> it's supporting like supporting this terrible channel. It's amazing. <laughs> it's literally an animated boss fight. I know. And it's so detailed too, like yes. I can't. <laughs> I just can't. No. Oh. Okay, can I go for like 10 seconds? Yes, go. Okay, I'll be back. The King of Shade. So the last entry 
Number ten. Entry. Number ten. It's by Shadowfangs ninety nine. Oh, I know him. Of course you do. Yeah, we were friends on Twitter, and like we we were the people who were trying to like get good shots of Maria's photograph for like six months <laughs> before Santa like ripped the file and was like, <laughs> it's just like a smear. <laughs> <laughs> and look at this. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you describe what you're seeing? It's like almost like a book cover or something. Yeah, he's gone like beyond like destroying the boss and he's drawn the arena. Mm-hmm. So the arena is this like big like Dark Souls cathedral, like huge pillars holding the roof up. And then it actually kind of looks a bit like um the the Elden Ring concept art that they showed of like the massive giant with the, the face like on the mm-hmm. on, yeah kind of looks a it's like a little bit like that but with these like extra they look like artificial arms stuck on I guess going with the the Elden Ring arm thing and behind him there's this huge it's like a tapestry that's like glowing and you can see all these figures on it that are like there's like a deer and like um someone who looks like a bit like they're praying and then there's yeah. sort of runes and things everywhere and like a dragon. So yeah, I would absolutely like believe this was, if you showed this to me, I would think this was actual Elden Ring concept art. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. know how yeah. I said it looks like a book cover? Yeah. Well, cause uh, there's more to it. Oh my God. He's done a full concept art thing. And like, Jesus, this is incredible. Yeah, and this is the environment, and can you tell us what it reads? Uh, It says, The soft melody of a lyre resonating against gentle waters, and a guttural voice echoes out in tune. The environment's called the Shaded Burrow. Mm -hmm. It says, The boss is a storyteller. He sits atop his perch. Non-hostile to the player, the fight must be triggered by setting a flame to the branches that reach the water. So that's like, yeah, all around, like, there's all these, um, kind of like um, Ring City, where there's all the tree branches growing out of everything. It looks a bit like that. It's like this mm-hmm. big overgrown church. And then it says, the venue that the player has traveled up to this point has been entangled by lavender foliage. The mm-hmm. scald is the source of this blocking the only path forward so like as i guess for people who don't know like a scold is like a viking bard like a storyteller mm-hmm. so i guess in this version with the king of shade is like this this like giant storyteller who's in control of all these like this lavender and foliage that's grown everywhere mm-hmm. yeah and you have to like fight him to make the lavender disappear so you can go forward mm-hmm yeah, that's, that's really, really cool. cool. Yeah, like again, yeah. like you, if I saw this, I thought I think it'd yeah. be like official art for Elgin Ring. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. But you know how I said it looks like a book cover? Yeah, because there's more. Well, he's he's made an item description and a menu. Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> so this is Elden Shard of the King of Shade. Uh huh. It's presumably like the boss soul equivalent. Mm-hmm. Um, it weighs one. You can carry up to ninety nine. And says a fragment of the Elden Ring used to shoulder exceptional power or coalesce into something of worth. And so here's the King of Shades story: <clears throat> a meager fragment of the fabled Elden Ring that fell from the heavens after its destruction, 
warped and distorted by misuse. That's extremely like Dark Souls. Yeah. Once there was a Saffron Scald who conspired to steal the crown of his knight kingless land. When his treachery reached the people, no story nor song would sate their wrath nor bid them hear his pleas of innocence. By popular decree, the royal axeman cleaved through his ancient eyes and laid bare the mind that had betrayed them. But therein was found this Elden Shard, whose work was only just begun. And so Saffron turned to Shade, and whether he had coveted it or not, the fetid skulled new kingship yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's... That's actually better than a lot of the Dark Souls descriptions. Yeah, and it ends with, once there was a betrayal in the kingless land. Ooh. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty amazing, right? It's really, it's incredible. Like, I believe this, if this, post this on, like, an image board somewhere and people will think it's real. But Richie, have you ever seen a book with three pages? A very short book. No, that's ridiculous. (laughs) So there's more. Can can we just, like, make Elden Ring now, just based on this? I think we have enough submissions to make our own Elden Ring, bruh. So could you read what this says? Okay, this is about the fight, and it's like, um, the Shade King is invulnerable Mm. to attacks from the player. Only the slow ticking damage of the flames will end the song. And I think this is the image that uh, we saw on the cover, the first thing I showed you. um, Runic projections are summoned as the combatants. The player must fight, cycling across different... Oh, okay. So, like, what the king does is he, like, summons the, like the the things he's telling the stories of and you fight like these projections of like folkloric creatures that and they they look mm-hmm. like 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 two-dimensional like paintings that are appearing yeah and then I, yeah that's mm-hmm. incredible yeah but just wait because there's more wait four pages can you tell us what is this a brochure <laughs> okay um Yep, this is the item you get. I guess it's his, his boss soul weapon or something. It's um, called string, Strings of... I'm going to mess this. Is it Strings of Seer? Se- I don't know. I don't really know. It's it's, it's like a like a runic letter. Yeah. That, like, I'm sure some, some one of our many Nordic viewers will be able <laughs> to tell us what it is. Mm-hmm. Look at the picture. It's freaking awesome. Yeah, it's like, it's like a stylized, um, like a deer. And mm-hmm. then the the antlers go up and form a lyre. Yeah. And it says, uh, the rosewood leer of a princess now fashioned into a bow. That's so cool. Yeah. So you're using like a harp as a bow, which yeah. is like a really cool idea. Uh-huh. Again, this, why is this not the actual game? <laughs> I don't know. This is. I'm going to be annoyed if I play Elden Ring and I can't kill things with a harp now. <laughs> I know. Same. Where's my deer harp? <laughs> so, um. Once there was a betrayal in a kingless land, a herd of deer came to dwell in an aspen grove of ancient eye-marked trunks. They ate from the branches of these eldest trees in time when there were n- when no axe threatened their sight. Now a house of woodsmen resided nearby, and the deer were skittish near their kind. But a stag was enchanted by the song of their child, who plucked curious strings upon a carved branch. He listened and counted, trying to guess the chord's number, thinking as many as seven in all. 
and though the eyes of the grove cautioned him to their protective shade, he needed to know if he heard right. The stag's muse smiled at his approach, and he saw her instrument had not seven strings but one. So it's quite ominous. Mm-hmm. It's like converted the strings into the bow. Also, I now realize where the shade is, because it's like a shaded grove. Oh. Everyone else went went for like shadowy stuff, but this is like no, it's like a like a shaded place you'd go to get refuge. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah, yeah. So again, this whole incredible thing was created because you were making fun of me on Patreon. Aren't you glad now? I mean, can you imagine if we had been denied of everything that happened today? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we're it's like mad libs. What's that? You know, like we're just presenting, you're just coming up with these weird things and then people are turning them into like good stuff. Like whose line is it anyway? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Okay. So now this was number five followed by page number six. This is about like the fire progressing. So it says as the fire progresses, the player's resolve is put to the test and the tune grows desperate. Mm-hmm. And then it says, in the open world, this fight can be challenged at any point in the game. And it it just shows more of, like, this, the stories coming to life. So, like, the the player is in the foreground and they're fighting. It's like a sea serpent, but it's a drawing of a sea serpent that's, yeah. like, transparent. Yeah. Reminds me a bit of, I guess, like, Okami or something. Actually, you're yeah. fighting the, like, yeah, the pictures that have come to life. Yeah. Yeah. So, th- thank you for ruining Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be this good. Yeah, I'm really, I don't know. This is like legit concept art. I'm really like, yeah, it. this is like, yeah, yeah. Okay, but uh, we can't have, we can't end it at page six, right, Richie? It's just how long is it going to go for as he made like the rest of the game as well? Yes. <laughs> oh, good, another item. Look at that. Rusty. Yeah, this is the restraints. restraints. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Four chain cuffs and the key to lock or remove them as one would please. Effect restricts maneuvering. So, a fearful realm in search of a protector struck a bargain with an ancient serpent to warden the most encircling of their walls. Though the snake served obediently, the people were distrustful and soon bound it to anchored chains that kept it from abandoning them. Calm but spiteful, the creature sustained its... The creature strained to its full size, circling round the gates of the entire land and enclosing all within it. The people offered quickly to undo their mistake, but the time had passed for the serpent to find any value in the key to his own shackles. If it was a captive, so were its captors, and if it had a prison, it had a kingdom. That's so cool. (laughs) It is. Yeah. I mean, it's really cool. Like... Yeah. I'm running out of things to say. That's so cool. <laughs> so then, um, image number eight. <laughs> so, um, chaotic liar and shuffling of chains come to a close as the projection disintegrates into dust. So this is like as you defeat them. Mm-hmm. Burnt to cinders, the perch collapses into itself and the way forward is clear. The boss enemy's essence can now be acquired. So this would be like when it finishes burning out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like the same area, but it's all like ashy and the lavender's all gone. Mm-hmm. Followed by this item. And then we get we get another item. <laughs> Look at this. This is amazing. <laughs> you can read this no, one. No, I'm shy. 
I'm shy, says the person whose constant, like, insulting of me led to this contest coming into being. No, no, you're the king of shade. You're the insulting one. Yeah, but you gave me the title. <laughs> That's because I'm like so- like when giving the soul to safe. <laughs> So that's pretty nice. Bloated ram's beard. <laughs> a ceremonial axe once used for royal executioners in a fallen land. The bearded ram, infatuated by a young calf, sought to change its form to be her equal. The calf, aware of his affection, shared with him the wisdom of the elders that one's shape emerged from one's diet. So the ram took to hunting mighty bulls in secret, feasting upon their corpses and bloating himself into a greater beast until he had devoured all of bullkind in this land. Except the calf, of course, for she came to be confined by a shepherd. So the time came when he spoke of a final delicacy to sate his heavy appetite, and the beard of the ram flowed red once more. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, like this, this is an axe, and like the the head of the axe is like this ram's head, and then out of the bottom of the ram, like where the beard would be, there's this huge blade. Uh-huh. So it's like this this like ram's head with a giant like bloodied like beard sticking out the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. This is very dark. It's a dark game. <laughs> I'm just sitting here like you did this for us. I know. <laughs> I know. It's like I told you it's incredible how many like talented and incredible like, people I've listen seen, to like us. People's like like yeah. university portfolios that had less effort put into them. <laughs> okay, but now we have to look at the character. Yeah, so this is the um that's the player character. Mm-hmm. Of Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Kinda looks like um uh like samurai ish. Yeah. Looks a bit like a lawn from Dark Souls 2. With the like the big shoulder pads and the like the little plates on the armor and the it's like the banded armor. Alan from Dark Souls too. Oh, oh, um, not Alan. Alon. Alon. Alan. Alon. Well, they're both Alan. Okay, they're both Alan. Okay. Alan and Alon. <laughs> Alon. Alon is the like the the weeb samurai boss. Where if you beat him without taking damage, he commits seppuku. Aww. And the whole backstory is that he was a samurai who came to, like, a medieval European kingdom, and they were all like, katanas are the best swords ever. He's like, (laughs) I know. (laughs) And the kingdom became unstoppable because they had Japanese katanas now. That's awesome. <laughs> I really love the asymmetry of his uh, yeah. armor. It's yeah. very high fashion. Yeah. And there's a coil sword, the signature yeah. uh, souls thing. Yep. And uh, what I assume turns out to be a lock shield. Yeah, that'd be a lock shield. I realized the other day that pretty much every day I go past a place called Lock Avenue. Oh my god, is that destiny? It predates the podcast, so yes. Uh, yeah. Awesome. All right. So now that we saw the player character, we have to see this. Did you just faint? You're like, oh my God, how many pictures are there? Well, that was me dropping the mouse. (laughs) So this is uh, 
It's boss essence armor. It looks like a helmet. Uh-huh. And it's called You're closer to Scandinavia. So like how would you pronounce this? I don't know. We, we don't have that thing in We don't either. You just go like <laughs> bound fold, you know. Probably just call it like a foldo. Foldo. <laughs> <laughs> This is like n- nail bound fold. Mm-hmm. I guess. I th- it says, yeah. um, Knotless Mask of a Traditional Storyteller Long Abandoned. And it grants an additional attunement slot. It has two weight units and 250 durability. That's yeah. a good item. So it's not, he's not only doing the concept art, he's also designing the mechanics of the game. Yes. In the midst of a great famine, a queen entrusted the last apple in her kingdom to a loyal knight. Permitted to eat the precious fruit, he was instructed to use its seeds in planting a fresh grove of trees. Neither of them knew it was poisonous. The knight was horribly disfigured, hiding the ugliness of his face beneath a mask. When the queen learned of this, she locked the knight away to conceal her own shame. But in the dungeons below her kingdom, behind a veil that would soon be discarded, the knight's budding vengeance spread snaking roots to claim its own domain. This is very Demon Souls. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I really love the mask. It's very, like, it's very neat. It's very cool. Yeah, it, it kind of looks a bit like, um, like the base is sort of like one of those Day of the Dead, like carnival masks, like a skull. Yeah. But it's covered in all of this, like, greenery and runes and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like an interesting like mixture of different styles. Mm-hmm. Now here, there's more. Here is the ISO of Elden Ring. <laughs> what does it say here, Richie? This is the boss. This is the King of Shade, the actual boss. Yeah. Yeah. Can you describe what you're seeing? It's very cool. Uh, it is a... In intro Elden Ring style, there's multiple arms. It's like a, an old guy with a beard. And he's got an extra... At least one extra arm, like, stuck to his back. You're seeing him in profile, so you can't see if there's another one on the other side. Mm-hmm. And there's all this, like, lavender and, like, flowers growing out of his body. Mm-hmm. And if you remember on the the description of the Elden Shard that like they, they, sh- they like gouged his eyes out with an ax. Mm-hmm, so he's that. got, yeah, he has, it's, it looks like Pac-Man. He has this like wedge <laughs> missing from the middle of his face uh-huh. and he's, he's covered in chains that are like holding him in one spot. Yeah. Yeah. Remember yeah. the chains? Yeah. 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 And his body is also covered in like runes, I think, as well yeah. as eyes. Yeah, yeah, they look like sort of like Nordic looking runes. And he's got he's got the key to his um his chains in one of his hands. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. No, it's really yeah. cool. It's really good, yeah. It like evokes emotion. Yeah. Yeah. We should clarify that like once once you come up with an idea, it is copyrighted. So if if from are watching this <laughs> and this shows up in Elden Ring 2, we'll know. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay. 
So now we have this. Saffron robes. Why don't you read this? Did you know that saffron is like the most expensive thing ever? Um, and it's edible. Is that the description? <laughs> no, that's my knowledge of saffron. Yeah, but but you see, he's written a whole thing you can just read. Maybe. Um, we have a co-worker who is Persian, and she makes the most amazing, like, saffron rice. And we yeah. always, like, tell her to make more and bring it to work for lunch, because it's amazing. So yeah. I have, yeah. like, a very emotional attachment to this item. Okay. So this is the saffron robes. Once a desperate... Once a desperate... <laughs> once a desperate land mysteriously widowed on its monarch, entrusted their young heir to a saffron scald, whose lyre kept the hymns of all humanity. The people assured themselves that a princess, regaled by the tales of their greatest heroes, would sprout into a noble ruler. But as the story goes, the strings of the scald wore darker melodies of his own ambition to reign as a puppeteer king. And though the scald failed to impart a moral character to his charge, perhaps to his misfortune, the art of storytelling was passed on quite well. And then there's also a description underneath the robe. Discarded robes of a scald, whose hands, in privation of the dark, became his eyes and his chains the garden walls of a vengeful curse. Ooh. Ooh. And this is this kind of reminds me of Sekiro a little bit. Like Sekiro yeah. means Dark Souls too, because it's like orange. It's orange, and there's a little fur on top. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, and you can make it into rice. <laughs> yeah, there we go. It's delicious. Rice is an important plot point in Sekiro. <laughs> yeah, so there were like subtle themes of like shade and like nourishment yeah. in this. Yeah. 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 And the last page is this. And it's just like a kind of collage of the stuff we've seen before. Yeah, like the last page of the book. Yeah, and it says, once there was a betrayal in a kingless land. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So that was number 10 by Shadowfangs99. Yeah. So we went through the submissions. And yeah. the way that we're going to pick the winner is that everybody who saw this gets to vote. Yay. So I will link um, a link to a poll in the description. Yeah. And like you can pick um, the art that you like the best from like one to 10. Okay. Yay. Yay. So now, Richie, do the outro. That was the King of Shade art contest in which I was really impressed with the quality of the work to the point where I'm wondering why you did it for this. Thank you. <laughs> but work on bettering yourselves. <laughs> work on broadening your horizons. <laughs> oh, no, it was all so good. And there's yeah. so much effort went into all of it. Like, I was expecting it to just be, like, 
a bunch of weird in jokes, but like some of these could actually be in the game. Mm-hmm. And like I will a lot of like the concepts and things are like more interesting than a lot of bosses we've actually seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and each one of them had so much effort put into it. It's insane. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and everything had like a little reference of like the snack covenant. It was very cool. Yeah, yeah. You know what? What we need to do is we need to make like a video game with all of these as bosses. Mm-hmm. Well, who's who's gonna do that? Um, Kyan? Kyan is cool. He taught me more stuff today. Which I think We'll, we'll talk about it later. We're <laughs> concerned about the influence of Kyan and his fetishes. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> thank you, Sin, and thank you, everyone who submitted. Yeah, thank you. You're all awesome. Bye. Bye.